your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? Your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. the Black Gene Siskel, a.k.a. the purveyor of Bad Movie Summer. <laughs> it's not a bad movie summer. <laughs> it's not a bad movie summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I feel today. <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast. So today we're going to kick off our review of Summer blockbusters? Yeah, yeah. It's summer blockbuster season, and we've seen a few. Yeah. So uh, before we jump into it, what's been going on with you? Not I haven't much. seen you like the past couple weeks in a row. What? That's not true. <laughs> I've I seen you a lot because we don't see movies. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> so you want to tell anything going on? No? Okay. Absolutely nothing. You know how it is. He's just a mystery. So ain't nothing going on with me either. Um, no news is good news, so that's how I look at it. So I guess we jump right into it. So we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers Rise of the Beast, and The, the Flash. Flash. So that's why I was doing this. Because, you know. That's why you just looking stupid. That's how he runs though, right? He looks stupid. Stupidly. I mean, no, he, he, his arms are further apart because he doesn't know what running is. Because Ezra Miller doesn't understand how people, normal people, fucking run. Well, someone will get older than that. He has a gripe <laughs> with that movie. I have a gripe with a lot of movies. <laughs> so let's start with... We're doing movie reviews today, people. Yay! So we'll start with uh, Guardians first because that came out May... What, May 5th? May 3rd? May, May, May something. May something. Yeah. So what was your take on it? I enjoyed it. It was definitely a nice close to the Guardians of the Galaxy saga. And it... Hit a lot of emotional beats because, you know, who who thought you could feel anything for a CGI raccoon? That's, that's a good point. It definitely had a lot of uh, emotional notes in the movie that, that you know, it, it, it felt uh, it was very realistic, I would say. Yeah, and it was de- it was definitely a nice close to the their saga, the, you know, the saga of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And it did it kind of it subverted my expectations Whereas I thought they were going to just you know follow the same Hollywood trope of have Peter Quill get the girl, mm. like because that's the expectation that you have. But you know they really solidified that the Gamora who was in this movie was not the Gamora that we've seen for the past movies. That Gamora is dead. Yeah, I, I like that they put a, a closing to the, to these characters in a sense. Yeah, and like you said, that Gamora, the Gamora he found in love with is gone. That because that that last scene where she said to him. Um, I'm sure we were fun together. I could have, I could have lost it. I could have <laughs> lost it right then and there. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that was probably one of, the, one of the, like that that little scene right there was on the same level of emotion to me when if something happened in Wakanda forever, somewhere along the same you know emotional level. But like yeah, like that. And then Drax, Nebula, Mantis, they all you know kind of went their separate ways and everything. And then Rocket is now the. The, the new leader of the Guardians, along with, you know, the, the other remaining folk now. Yeah, and I think the only thing that just wasn't really a miss, but I understood why they why Adam Warlock was in there, mm-hmm. but he didn't really have much oomph in the movie. Yeah. 
that that would be the only thing that I would say was a, a bit of a you know a set, not really a setback, but a missed opportunity, a, a low bar okay. I would say for you know for that for that particular character because again he's extremely late entry, especially with how he's used in the comic books. And again, he was in it because they teased him at the end of the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, so he needed to be in it. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like he, by the time you got used to him, he's out of there. Yeah. So. But he came in there kicking ass in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the action was very tight, very very tight action scenes. Yeah, like James Gunn was feeling himself, and whoever he had doing stunt coordination and, and fight coordination, they was feeling themselves too. Because yeah, that last scene when they were in the what was that that hallway? Yeah, that was beautiful. The little three sixty hallway fight scene. Yeah, Good God, because that that to me was like their defining Guardian moment. Like I think that one thing they're known for is like those tight action scenes in the movies, but also to oh that they're they're, they're team coordinated um, scenes. Yeah, and also that banter amongst each other. That's one thing you don't get from a Guardians movie, and that was just done beautifully. So, and I, I don't think no, and everybody to me had enough shine in the movie as well. Yeah, so enough wit to go around very uh, and laughing like not you know enough laughs too. Did you did you see it a second time or just once? I only saw it the one time. Yeah, I saw it one time too. But I, I, I'll go back and uh, I'll see it again. Yeah, that was definitely a movie that I wouldn't have a problem seeing again. So with that being said, because that, that, that next Marvel movie come out is Marvel's. From last year to now, what's the, what's been your favorite Marvel movie? Said from last year till now. So we had Wakanda Forever, Love and, uh, Love and Thunder, Ant-Man. And Guardians. Guardians. I think we got one more. We missed one more. Was that Spider Man? I mean, are we, Spider Man came in twenty twenty one. I mean, are we counting Marvel movies or MCU movies? MCU movies. Yeah. So I mean, as far as the MCU movies go, so in you know in that last year span, I would say my favorite was probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Okay. I'm probably. I'll be. It'd be. It's a tie for me. I think Wakanda Forever and Guardians is up there. It won't. Easy to one or two. Yeah, yeah. I said I would definitely say yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy would be the best one for me. Okay. And let's see, then we have Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Are you spitting all over my damn basement? I'm making sound I ain't spitting. <laughs> Look, you spitting all over my damn basement. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass across the Spider Verse. <laughs> Keep that shit up. So violent. So what do you think about that movie? Oh, fucking phenomenal movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah, it was great from beginning to end. I still need to see that third time because I still I'm missing like just like maybe five minutes for the prologue. Oh yeah, I mean in that five minutes, that prologue, it's all about Gwen Stacy. Yeah, and that's what I'm mad about. So but yeah, I loved it. Oh yeah, I mean the cinematography, the animation is fucking beautiful. It's like, good God, didn't think that they'd be able to top the animation style that they did from the first movie, but them animators were feeling themselves, and the voice acting was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, like, I felt Oscar Isaac. Yeah. It was Isaac's. Isaac. Isaac. Oscar Isaac really, like, his voice, he did such a great job with his voice and um, voice acting in this movie. Yeah, from from Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yeah, he did a really great job. Gwen and 
Miles' character, they both did great voice acting-wise and everything like that. But, like, yeah, I think he, he definitely set the tone. Like, I was, like, looking at him like, this is a real person almost because the way his voice was just carried. Yeah. So they, and then all of the Easter eggs that they just kept throwing throughout the damn movie, just, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. Oh, it was, like, that was, like, fan fad is best. Oh yeah. When they had down Glover pop up, they had the, the Spider Man from the Marvel, from the uh the PlayStation game. Spoiler alert, I guess we should say it. I mean it's been out for two, three weeks now. Doesn't y'all, matter. Y'all should have saw it. <laughs> so but yeah, those little Easter eggs like that, they they just been it was so much fun to to see in real time. Yes, you know, sit there and analyze all of the Easter eggs, see where they came from, and just again the action was phenomenal. Said so my only gripe with that movie was a thing I saw coming from a mile away, but it's still a gripe, is that it's not standalone and as soon as it ends it's to be continued and you're like, bitch. Because, <laughs> because you know, this the stuff start really building up, and then things don't get resolved. But you know, I I, I knew I saw it happening from a mile away. But it's like ah, I really wish that it would have had an ending. I would have sat through another two and a half hours <laughs> if they just said, you know what, go pay another seven fifty or whatever the price may be to, right. to sit through another two and a half hours to conclude it. I'd have sat there and did it because I was really like, don't end, don't end. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I'm going to say that would probably be... That's, that's, that's probably movie of the year. Animation or not, that's like movie of the year for me. Well, I won't say that. There's still a lot of movies coming yeah, out. Yeah, we just in June. So, I mean, but it's up there right now. Like, right, right. Like, I mean, yeah. If, if we start in the clock, yeah, sure. It's definitely at the top right yeah. now. There's a lot of movies coming out. I mean, still, yes, we know that. But, like, it's it got a top spot for right now. I know money wise is one thing, but like I can think from just for taste alone and just like overall cohesiveness and animation. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it wins another Academy Award for Best Animated Picture. And it, and it, you know one thing, it it looks a lot better than the first film. Like the first film was not shabby, but in comparison, like what they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the technology gets better. You know, the animators get better. They 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 understand their craft and what they want to do more because they've already done one movie. So yeah, like I said, it is a phenomenally beautiful movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm going to go see it a third time. So, so you know, and I I like to do a lot of 3D animation in my spare time, and that just kicked me in the butt and said, "Let's, we got to go, we got to go." <laughs> this shit was animated so well. It was like, yeah, I got to do something. Right. So yeah, it definitely was a, a good film. I, I would recommend anybody to see that just because it's a good time. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I would say the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Good movies. Mm-hmm. Now for the bad ones. <laughs> Just got to go into my song, my boys. Right. <laughs> Swing low. <laughs> Swing chariot. That's all I'm feeling right now. <laughs> uh, so, disclaimer. It was my idea to go see these movies. Definitely. I'm sorry. I had absolutely no intention of seeing them. No, but we got to do it for the culture. D- do we, though? I mean, I know we're not important, but <laughs> I feel as though we should do that. So, okay, we'll start with uh, Transformers, which I had the pleasure to see the second time. Rise of the goddamn beast. I don't know. And I still don't understand where the beast came from. First and foremost, I don't even understand why it's in the title. They're barely in the fucking movie. This is true. None of that movie made any goddamn sense. I understand with Transformers, every new movie, they rewrite the history. But goddamn, it's a sequel to a movie that they are, that was already a reboot, and they kind of still reboot it again. Yeah, it's a reboot for reboot. 
everything about that movie is fucking terrible. The human characters. Why was the Noah Diaz is the name of the character who's the the central male protagonist? Why was his little brother even sick? Why did he even have a whole thirty minute segment about us seeing this brother? Because you sickness? had to care, and and Noah Diaz needed the motivation to to impress his brother. I guess I don't know because yeah, yeah, you know saving the world would be motivation enough if he's given I mean, the situation. But you, need, you need to put the extra weight on your back. Huh? Apparently. For no all reason, they just mention it. His brother's sick, and it's like, yeah, okay, let's leave. <laughs> Don't even come back to him for other than for a five minute session to say, "You got to do it, bro." Shut up. <laughs> and the female character, they didn't really have any. They didn't know what to do with her. How the fuck she looking up stuff on the internet, nineteen ninety four, and find everything she looking for. <laughs> Movie movie producers, director, I, maybe you don't remember what 1994 internet was like. I do, and it wasn't that. <laughs> they need to do America Online. <laughs> Yo, huh. The Maximals was so underused. That was, why they had Michelle Yo do the voice for Air Razor? Because, you know, she's a, I don't, what is it? She did that one movie that got a lot of awards. Yeah, Every, everything, Every, everywhere, all at once, which yeah. is a fantastic movie, but. That was a complete waste she, of her she, talent. She won a couple of wolves from that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she's... A, that was a complete waste of her talent. It was. It was definitely a waste of her being there because, like, the voice was cool and everything, and the, but the character was never flushed out. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, none of the maximums were flushed out. None I, was, the, I was definitely mad about Ryan Noss and Cheetor just, like, not having... Any fucking lines. No personality, yeah. like... Cheetor had... Was it Cheetor had one line? Two. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I, I saw it a second time, so I, I counted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the villains weren't even fleshed out. They were just bad guys. Be fucking cuz. They were bad guys. And for whatever reason, they, exp- they they always got to have some magical MacGuffin that they got to go for. Cause, yeah, because like, cause what, was the, what was the premise of, the, of Bumblebee? Do we remember that? I don't even fucking remember anymore. Because like now, I feel like they just, they kind of just creating shit just to throw a movie there at the start the Stargate key, and it's like, well, what, huh? What was Bumblebee doing on Earth the first time? <sighs> I ain't watching it again. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't gotten it by now, Transformers: Rise of the Beast is fucking terrible. But kids liked it. Nicholas liked it. I mean, kids are stupid. This is true. <laughs> kids have this terrible is, taste. This is why I said if I was 10, I would probably enjoy this. And when I turned my brain off, I was like, this is all right. See, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it if I was 10. No, maybe I would have. Shit, we like Double Dragon and Street Fighter. No, I liked it the first time because I loved the games. But once I looked at it a second time, even like a couple years later, I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The first time around, I was like, oh, this is decent. This is... Yeah, you know, but no. No, see, I can understand if it was mostly giant robots fighting. Then, yeah, shut your brain off. But no, they had just whole swaths of time where it's just the humans doing stuff. It, it, moves, it moves the plot along. Other than just making the plot move by having giant robots fight each other. And, you know, of course, uh, Noah Diaz turned into Mega Man. I understand the old Transformers. They had the humans. They had exosuits. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, he did look like fucking knockoff Mega Man. When I saw that, like Mega Man, if don't nobody know what it is, I'm punching the face. And that whole goddamn last action scene. You, 
You couldn't really follow it. The camera moving around so goddamn much, you can't really follow the action. Everything is all dusty brown. Yeah, because <laughs> when I looked at this, when I'm looking at it this time not too long ago, there's no clear, there's no clear distinction of Cheetor, Rhinox, Will Jack, Optimus Primal, and RC. Only reason I get to even tell RC because of my pink hips. Right. So it is no no clear distinction. And, and who's who. Yeah, because again, that, that final fight with just a dusty brown and a camera constantly flying around and panning. It's like, yo, this is CGI. You don't have to do that. And, that, and it made me think about how the first Transformers was where everybody had like a, a, a distinct color scheme and the action was, it wasn't, it wasn't that melee. Right, because of the fact that the way Michael Bay do it, he likes to use a lot of real elements in his visual effects so he has things to follow and look at right. whereas this final fight scene was nothing but cg so but i mean it's, it's some, it was i mean yes it is very chaotic to watch because like what the hell's going on but it does seem like a good time to somebody well, <laughs> i mean they did make it and don't get me started on the fucking enemies that didn't make any goddamn sense when their first introduction they blew up a fucking museum but then they got to get the second half of the magical MacGuffin and they decide to use stealth for some odd reason, even though they blew up a fucking museum the first introduction. Yeah, because fuck America. Fuck <laughs> but, you museum. know, for Peru, you know, hey. Yeah, second ground, second ground. <laughs> right. God, fuck it. I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, it leaves a lot of questions that, <clears throat> that nobody has an answer to because, like, the symbols, when they, when they went to the, the cave, how long had the Predacon, I mean, the Maximals been here? No, they, they've established that they've been on Earth for like 5,000 years. Just chilling. Just chilling. Who repairs them? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> don't, y'all, don't they run out of Energon at some point? Apparently, well, you know, they, they were sitting on raw Energon, but, you know, they didn't have enough energy to refine it. It's a whole lot. So it's also Energon here. You mean to me, Elon Musk didn't grab it yet? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if you if you, if you dwell if you go down that rabbit hole of trying to make sense of it, it's gonna leave you like what the fuck. Yeah, that that's and but, I have the the undesirable mind where I do that. Yeah, but if you but if you just trying to go enjoy a, a a decent movie with your with some kids, I say go for it. I say don't because you got to sit through that. Look, I look. We saw the flash, and my choice was because Nicholas said he wanted to see both of them. I'm like, I got picked with the lesser evil. So either two hours or two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I mean, if you're going to get punched in the mouth, I'd rather get punched in the mouth once than five. <laughs> so, and, but oh, we got to talk about the big reveal at the end of Transformers. The big old what the fuck. The. Yo, Joe! The G.I. Joe. <clears throat> collaboration you know, revealed that now G.I. Joe is in the same universe because Hasbro owns both those properties so it makes fucking sense that G.I. Joe's around even though they didn't fucking help the entire fucking movie for some would, odd reason. Would you have wanted them to pop up in the movie? Not as fucking well. Yeah. The Maximals popped up somehow. <laughs> oh that been just oh, like, who they got Roblox, Flint Snow yeah, Joe. I know I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> Snake Eyes. Now it just just that's gonna be the that's gonna be a big sell. Snake Eyes and Bumblebee together. That's gonna be the big sell. 
I mean, maybe. They tried that whole G.I. Joe Origins with Snake Eyes, and it didn't do well at all. Oh, so no, I didn't watch that. I refused to. But yeah, so G.I. Joe is a part of the Transformers universe, and the idea for a sequel is to bring G.I. Joe into it for some odd reason. Because it makes about as much sense as all the rest of that fucking movie. I mean, because doesn't Power Rangers, aren't, aren't they owned by Hasbro now? No. It's still Saban. That's Saban. Oh, okay. Well, thank goodness. I was thinking, like, what are they going to do? Because I know they're planning on rebooting that. Might as fucking well. Throw every, throw every toy in there. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. I don't see a reason not to. So, we, we don't recommend you go see Transformers, but I guess... If you go see it, good, because then that means they can do a sequel, and then we can see this again in three years. Hush. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give anybody any ideas. That is detriment to my health. (laughs) Both physical and mental. Look, don't prolong this riot strike. Get to work on this today. (laughs) We got to see this fuckery. (laughs) No, we don't. We've seen these two. Why not? Just because of you. You keep wanting (laughs) to see these damn movies. Treat it like a Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> you will be you'll be sorry if we didn't. No, I won't. <laughs> I tried. Moving on. So there's the, there's the Flash. I'm a, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Go do your thing. Ezra Miller, he annoyed me for two and a half hours. He really annoyed my soul. And I hope that they do not recast him. Not for his allegations that of he what's really going hope on. That they do recast him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope they do recast him. Not because of what he had going on outside the movie. Just because he his 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 take on the flash was very, very fucking annoying. Yeah. Ezra Miller cannot be the headliner of a movie. Because then you are focused on Ezra Miller for the entire fucking movie. And Ezra Miller is fucking annoying. <laughs> Like so annoying. And I was thinking about. I just. I kept thinking about like the past renditions of the Flash, and I have some Flash. I had some Flash comments of that's been like maybe like 2017. and that is definitely not depicted from the comics. Oh, it's, no, it's definitely no. his own take. No, and you know, and hey, I watched the Flash in the nineties, which was camp as fucking camp can get. But good God, at least the lead character from that Flash TV series was charming. Ezra Miller is not fucking charming. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it gives the, the trope of, I'm a nerd with superpowers. I don't, I'm awkward. I'm quirky and I don't know do myself. Yeah, it was trying to be Spider-Man, but failing miserably. You know Tom Holland, Ezra. Or uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> you might be Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I mean... Hey, yeah, he, his yeah, depiction yeah. of Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So, but yeah, it just—I mean, overall, like, what? Well, let's see. What? What do we enjoy about the movie? I enjoyed when it was over. <laughs> After that two and a half hour mark, and that shit was done, my enjoyment really set in. No, I won't. I won't say that. There was a few fight scenes that were definitely good. You know, Batman in Russia, when you know, Michael Keaton's Batman fighting in Russia was, yeah. was definitely a highlight of that movie. That was good. I like I like I like Ben Affleck's uh, highway scene. I I did not. It just reminded me too much of Batman v Superman, that exact same highway scene. Mm-hmm. Just with a shit ton of explosions, 
tons of fucking collateral damage. Batman clearly not giving a fuck about stopping the bad guys as much as he's about them blowing shit up. I think he's just peaceful at the end of the day. <laughs> he writes the check and says, fuck it. Right? <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad scene, but I've seen better car chase scenes. Yeah. And it, he, even he, in Batman he, movies. And I just, I just know one thing. Batman is fucking durable as hell. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. That, that, that's clearly his superpower. It's damn near close to indestructibility. Right. So, but I, I, I enjoy seeing those. That scene, I enjoy seeing the little Easter eggs towards the end when they brought in like Adam West, Christopher Reeves, Supergirl, Nicholas's Cage's never made Superman appearance. Yeah, I mean, it was nice, but it was so fucking ugly looking. The CG was terrible. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that appealing, but it was like, oh, it was like to me. I look past the CGI. I look past. I look past a lot, a lot of CGI more than you do. Cause I just look at. I, I think about the. What like this? Just the, the, what's going on in that moment? See, it's hard for me to look past terrible CGI when I've seen so many situations where they had great CGI. Right. Like I, I hate I hate harkening back to Thanos the way Thanos looked in all of, in the Avengers movies. Yeah, he fits. Look, he fits into the fucking world. The lighting, the character design is all fucking good. Especially, it fits into the world. Especially, I mean, I got I got I agree with you there. Especially where he moves because he's, right. he's just a. Big ass character, big hawking. You know, he he fits into the world. Whereas then, you, and then you see things where it's just like it looks terrible. And most of the CGI in the Flash looked fucking terrible. Like that hospital scene in the beginning. Yeah, the babies. What the fuck was that? I mean, everybody should have died. Dude, did it? Not even everybody should have died. But has these people never seen a baby? I'm they seen a baby falling. That's what it was. <laughs> they, I mean, not saying y'all should throw babies out the window to capture that <laughs> and you know see what see how it's to look like. No, but did they not know what babies move? What their skin looks like? It was fucking horrible. And then the director coming out talking about it's supposed to look like that. Shut up! <laughs> Don't excuse that. I grant. I understand VFX. How uh, VFX studios? Y'all, y'all be under the gun. I get it, but goddamn, those look like PS3 early PS3 graphics. Mm. Yeah, looking at some of the game. Yeah, it does. It, it does. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and, and the fact that they use this movie to even throw in a Flash origin in the movie, like we needed that. I mean, do we have? We didn't. We, I mean, over the span of these last few years, I mean, has there really been a Flash origin? But you don't need it. Yeah, we didn't need it. He's already been introduced. He's been established. We doesn't need an origin. This is true, but they they pulled heavily from the Flash paradox. Not even tried to. Yeah. I mean, if you want if you want a Flash, you know, a Flashpoint paradox, there's an ad. A Warner Brothers animated movie that does it really well. It does. It's still one of the best I've animated films. Yeah, that Warner Brothers is done. Man. And then the introduction of a second Ezra Miller's character, a Barry Allen. Oh, that's... that's see, if, if, if it was just the one Barry Allen, I'd have been fine. But that's what made me, that's what made me annoyed was his, his other character. Then also, of course, you could see that as the movie went on, you figured out who the main villain was because it wasn't Zod. Like Zod come, came in, coming back was just a, uh, it's a stand-in pretty much. Yeah, it's filler. Yeah, and then but what do you think about Supergirl though? I wasn't, I didn't have any issues with the character. I mean, she didn't have a lot of screen time. Technically, <clears throat> they didn't really do much of the characterization, which is weird because they gave. Flash a whole nother origin and then Supergirl just like, eh, I'm Carzaro. Kyle is my cousin. Punch stuff. 
That's all she did. She did that really well, was punch stuff. I hope, though, they, because I know they're going to come out with a Supergirl movie. I hope that. No. That she won't be in it? Nope. You think so? You nah, it's so? not going to use her. Okay. Oh, well, I try it. Because I want to see more of DC's characters just out there. Because it's like, I mean, I get Superman, Superman, Superman and Batman are your heavy hitters and they're the most popular ones. But it's like, it's so many other characters in the DC universe. I'm just ready to see everybody or more well, of school I mean, characters. They, they planned on that, but they, just, yeah. they had to wipe the slate clean of the Snyderverse. Yeah, and I get that. I, I get that. And I'm just I'm just like, oh, God, what do we see? It's a toss-up. Do we see Blue Beetle Nuts or Aquaman? Neither. We didn't go see the first Aquaman in theaters. We did. We, and, we, and, we, and we didn't go see Shazam, the first Shazam in theaters. So we don't technically need to see either of these movies. We saw Shazam, right? Yeah, we did. We saw the second one. We didn't see the no, first saying, one. Yeah, we saw the second one. So we don't necessarily need to go see these movies. All right, let's just play the trailer by ear for Aquaman. <laughs> let's just play it wait, by wait, ear. Wait for the trailer to see? Yeah, before you write it off. Because so, I, I, when, I when I watched Aquaman on, on TV, I was like, okay, like it was okay. It wasn't a bad movie. I and, thought, I, and, and your points of it, yes, how they went from scene to scene are valid. <laughs> but I think as an as a over-the-top kind of a movie, like it was cool. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's James Wan. He knows how to direct the movie mostly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, but, and I I don't know if he's directing the sequel. I don't think he is. No, I don't think so. Cause I think he got pulled to do what facets. Yeah, maybe something else. But but yeah, I don't think he's directing the sequel. But so uh, we don't need to see either of those damn movies. You know, that's just my feelings on the matter. Well, let's see. Because Flash was fucking terrible. I, I see my like I said, I was going to see either that again or. Or transform because Nicholas wanted to see one of those movies. I was like, I do I want to sit through two and a half hours and be annoyed again, or two hours? And that two hours actually went by pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I, but I don't think I don't think I'm gonna see the Flash. I'm gonna deter him from seeing anything else. Because <laughs> honestly, the Flash could have been ninety goddamn minutes. They it was two it and a half hours two. for no, no, no reason. No, it could have been ninety minutes. It could have been a tight ninety, like Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> tight goddamn ninety. <laughs> It did not need to be two and a half hours. Because I was sitting there looking like, oh, that's a god, this movie got to be over. It's over soon. Then I looked at my watch. There's an hour fucking left. <laughs> that's how much that movie fucking drags. So, yeah, so we recommend Guardians, Spider-Man. And wait till it comes on video on demand for the last two? No. <laughs> Just skip it all together. If you got little kids, sure, put on Transformers. The ending scene that keep them occupied. But the Flash, oh, the Flash is fucking terrible. It's terrible from, from beginning to end. <sighs> I have one question for you uh, regarding Spider-Man. Because it popped up in my head. So, you know, um, what's his name? Dr. Umar Johnson? Mm-hmm. So, he had a very interesting take on, on uh, Spider-Man. He, 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 wanted, he wanted black people to boycott this movie because... He did not like the fact that that the black Spider-Man is going after the Snowbody Spider-Man. And they have, you know, why why can't it be a love story or two black people Spider-Man's coming together? I'm not even gonna entertain <laughs> I'm not fucking entertaining that. I refuse. I fucking refuse to entertain that. Alright, we can move on now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I fucking refuse to entertain that. It was it's stupid from beginning to end. But uh so let's see. Let's rank. Let's rank the Spider-Man movies from um, worst to best. 
Oh, I, I, I've done this before. I can tell you right off, flat off the bat, the worst movies, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. That's it. Buh, buh, buh. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you go for that. And, and I can tell you the best, the top three, Spider-Man 2, No Way Home, Across the Spider-Verse, and then everybody, everything else is in between. Yeah, that works, that works, that works, that works. They said, then you, then you can kind of pick spots for Far From Home, Homecoming, you know, Spider-Man, and Into the Spider-Verse. But top top three, bottom three. Bottom three, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Top three, Spider-Man 2, No Way Home, Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. Transformers, worst, worst to best. <laughs> Deep breath. That's right. I can tell. You, I can tell you <laughs> the worst one: Transformers Two: Revenge of the Fallen. The best one: tra- the first Transformers, with number two being Transformers Three. Okay. But the very the the worst one is definitely has to be Revenge of the, the Fallen. Fallen, and then coming right up from that is the Last Night. Last night of Age of Extinction, one or two. No, the last night was the last one before Bumblebee, right? Yeah, yeah, last night. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, all the rest can fall into place, but the worst one is definitely Revenge of the Fallen. The best one is definitely the first one. Yeah, because uh, the Rotten Tomato score uh, for Rise of the Beast is slightly higher than the first Transformers. Mm. So I don't know what's going on. I think people on crack. <laughs> I think yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, people were saying that you know Transformers now moving in the right direction. I don't fucking see how. I mean, like I said, when I went there and saw it, and I just turned my brain off. It was alright. It's enjoyable. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of it because I think them definitely putting GI Joe into it. I don't think it was necessarily the best idea, but I get it because it's coming from the comics. Well, we'll see what happens because it'll depend on how well it does. Yeah. Honestly. I know and it, I, it got I, stiff competition. Oh yeah, it's going because it's. I'm also. I think Sony did that one too. Sony that came from Sony's. Uh, no, I thought I saw Sony when I, when I, on the, the production. Transformers. Yeah, Mm-mm. must that's be Universal. That's that's Paramount. Paramount. Oh, okay, that Paramount. Yeah. So you got Sony, Paramount, and WB. WB. Um, you can out this month for your monies. Right. So let's see. All right. So. Uh, what are we looking forward to coming up in the next few months here? So next week we got Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, yes. Thank goodness. I'm waiting for it. Waiting for a damn Marvel show. <laughs> Disney Plus show. Right. Because we saw two bad movies back to back, and that shit was draining. <laughs> it was physically draining. It was draining, especially to, uh, to watch The Flash. Physically draining. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Secret Invasion. Loki should be coming out too. Echo as well. And yeah. then we got the Marvels coming out. Shit, I started watching Inuyasha hey. <laughs> in one piece again. As far as anime goes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always tons of anime coming out. Anime comes out in seasons. Yeah. This past season of anime hasn't been great. And then with the damn writer strike going on, yeah, it's going to be a sad 2024. Oh, yeah. It's definitely shaping up to be. So Marvel has already halted production on most of their movies and rearranged pushing the slate back for like two years. Right. I was hoping that I don't die. <laughs> right. Uh, that I don't have to, I, I can't see the movies. I want to see King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So, in the, in the Spider-Man 4 film. Yeah, Beyond so, the Spider-Verse. So, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, it, 2024 is going to be real harsh. Real harsh. 
Yeah. What What are your thoughts on how the Spider-Verse will conclude? Because they, mm-hmm. they've already said this is going to be the end of Miles Morales' story. Yeah. Do you, and it's plus with them kind of like teasing the Prowler, that like the live action Prowler was in this one. What, what, what do, you, do you think there'd be maybe some kind of crossover with like the, uh, and they, they mentioned MCU. Do there be some kind of crossover that they could be planning for? I don't think so. This is definitely, I mean, that across the Spider-Verse definitely feels it feels self-contained. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely self-referential with the rest of the Sony properties. And then, you know, because of the, the deal with MCU, they bring in a couple of those characters that was in that universe. Right. But it's still all within the Sony-verse. Right, right. Because, um, uh, what's his name, Shamit Moore? Yeah. He said he's going to start losing weight so, yes, he can uh, audition for the Miles Morales A live-action Miles Morales. live-action role. So, I... My my fan theory is that they possibly could bring in the Miles Morales from that Earth into the live action MCU somehow, somewhere. I think it's a possibility. I mean, because I, I was very I was very surprised they didn't have Tom Holland in in this one some some way some some form. Possibly, I mean, they you know they as far as the next Spider Man goes, they. They already have their ideas. They, you know, Tom Holland already came out and said yeah. they already had the ideas, but everything's on hold because of the writer strike. Of course, yeah. So I don't think that they're gonna bring this Miles Morales into the wider Sony MCU collaboration, but they may have an offshoot because again, it's definitely gonna stay within the Sony bubble. Right, right. I can see them probably doing a spinoff of this or something. Probably like a maybe a, a Gwen. Spider series, something like that. Yeah, there, there was definitely talks of them doing a, a Gwen Stacy spinoff. And they were saying, at least from what I was reading, that the next Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Verse movie, that we're going to have multiple Gwen Stacys. So. Mm, that should be interesting. Oh, what was your favorite uh, character in Spider-Man? As in Spider-Verse? Yeah, Spider-Verse. I'm going to go with the lead character, Miles Morales. I enjoy Spider-Punk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Daniel Kaluuya and Spider Punk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool as fuck. Right? It was a because I, I, I didn't. I, re, I was having trouble understanding him at first, but then the second time I was watching, I was like, you know what? He's pretty badass. Oh yeah, yeah. Even, even coming on the screen and everything, his character and everything, it was just so badass to me. And I and I did like Indian Indian Spider Man as well. Yeah. So I, I loved his characterization, but as far as favorite character goes, I'm going to go with the lead. Okay. You know, the focus of the movie, Miles Morales. Yeah, he definitely played a good job. And I think is and, and I, what I liked about this one, what I liked about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, it was a lot of, uh, what's that, I guess collateral damage in a sense. Like, it it, it wasn't just like, nothing, it, it's like the stakes are really high. That's what I liked about it. You know, sometimes in the movie, in these, some of these movies, like, the stakes aren't high enough, like, it was resolved by the end of the movie. But I felt like this was like, because it's a part two, of course, yeah, you know, it's, it's like it's it's a and, cliffhanger, and they, and they knew they were getting a part two. Yeah, whereas with the first movie, they didn't know they were going to make a sequel. It, they were not guaranteed a sequel, but yeah. it did so well. It's like, yeah, okay, they got a sequel, but this time they knew they were getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, it's, it's weird that all these all the good, or well, I'll say good movies, but all the movies are coming out like right now in the beginning of June. It's still you know we're in the middle of June right now, so. Because it's like next thing coming out, and next month is a Barbie movie. You gonna go see that? Shit, I saw Rise of the Beast of the Flash. Might as fuck well see the Barbie movie. <laughs> so I'll be seeing that with Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, these these last two movies have been exhausting. Yeah, 
So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Drained my soul. <laughs> what little soul I have left. <laughs> so said, uh, when I go full turn face and become evil, it's because of you. <laughs> Make sure you put that in a note. <laughs> so they know why you went ape shit. <laughs> so anything else we want to cover? I think we covered everything. All right. So make sure y'all go watch I Hate the Internet. Make sure you watch the Fat Adventures. We got some episodes coming up. And uh, let us know what you think about these movies. Are we right? Are we wrong? Did you enjoy them yourself when you saw them? Right. Did you think that The Flash was the greatest superhero movie ever to put in theaters? Oh, I didn't. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, you'd be fucking wrong. <laughs> but, you know, it's a valid thought. It's not. But that's the way you feel. But, I really, you know, that's the show. And as always, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Yep, make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. I'm doing this because I'm going to put the subscribe box right there, right? I mean, that's normally where I put it. Okay, good. Do your job. I'm sorry. <laughs> no more podcasts. Peace out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>